I'd like to let you know about 143 Pixels. It is a show all about video games. Every episode I have a guest on, that guest brings a game, and we talk about it. And if you like this show, you will probably also enjoy 143 Pixels. You can download it wherever you are listening to this show for free. Head on over to anchor.fm slash 143. That's anchor.fm slash 143. Let's go! On episode 524 of Nintendo Switchcraft, asset flips invade the eShop, Animal Crossing sales surge again, and pod racer news. Those stories and more on this episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. This is Frankenstein Gaming from the awesome city of New York, and you're listening to Nintendo Switchcraft. Welcome back to Nintendo Switchcraft. It is the show for all of the Nintendo news that you are looking for. It is brought to you live every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. You can tune in live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp and join all of the other awesome people who hang out with me while I record the show. Uh, Everything that you hear in the show is included in the Twitch stream and other stuff because usually between topics I will pause the show and talk to chat and then come back so uh, if you're looking for more content make sure you join us again that that URL is twitch.tv slash run jump stomp this episode of switchcraft is made possible by patrons like you if you want to become a patron you can get every single piece of content that I make without any ads in it uh, all the way back since I, I don't even remember when and all the way going forward until forever, it seems like by joining the Patreon over at patreon.com slash run, jump, stomp. Uh, and that, that is for as little as a buck a month. You can get all of my shows, which that means there's four episodes of Nintendo switchcraft a week, an episode of stadia cast, an episode of 143 pixels. And then if there's anything else that I feel like posting on there, that gets on there too. So It's a really, really good value, and it definitely helps the show. Uh, All right, with all of that being said, let's get started. Let's talk about Nintendo. I want to start today by talking a little bit about what is known as an asset flip. An asset flip is basically... So there there are software suites out there, or games out there, that are very, very basic games. And, and the, the, the reason that these are made is to help people learn how to make games on their own. And when you buy these things, you get access to all of the assets that are included in that particular quote-unquote game. Hopefully that makes sense. Uh, an asset flip is when somebody goes out and they buy one of these creation kits or games and then takes that game and then re-releases it with a new name, calling it whatever they want, pretending that they made it, selling it as a game instead of like an asset, um, uh, instead of like a teaching tool. And this has been a pretty huge problem on Steam, on PC, where where a uh, you know somebody would go out and they would buy a game, and uh, I, I'll give you an example of the game that 
there, there's a bunch of different games where this happens, but one of those games is called Hammer 2. And if you are watching the Twitch stream right now, then you can see some footage from from Hammer 2, where it kind of looks like a really, really low-poly GTA-style game. And really, the point of Hammer 2 is to make help somebody make their own game. And when you buy this, you get access to all of the assets, and legally, you can do whatever you want with them. So, of course, uh, lazy and um, less than ethical people, they buy the, these these game creation kits and they rename it and sell it. And it was happening all over the place on Steam, like nonstop. And it's one of the biggest problems on Steam because Steam said anybody can put anything that they want on our platform. And the real reason that they did that was because they they had censored somebody for putting something on Steam and everybody was like, oh, no, you can't censorship. That's that's not you know, you're not supposed to censor, blah, 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 even though that's not censorship. OK, censorship is when the government stops you when a store owner says you're not selling that in my store. That's just the store owner saying, no, thank you. That's not censorship. But everybody got mad at Steam for quote unquote, censoring some content. And so Steam said, you know what? Fine. We'll just let people do whatever the hell they want. And you put whatever games on here you want. And of course, all of the garbage, the shovelware, the nonsense flooded the Steam store, making it impossible to find what you want. Like if you go onto the Steam store and you start looking for something, unless you know the specific name of the game that you are looking for, it is impossible to find anything because it's just such a a wild west of nonsense. There's so much garbage in the way that you can't find that needle in the haystack. And I I, I think that many people uh, would would agree with me when when I say that the Nintendo Switch eShop right now is pretty hard to find the diamonds in the rough because there's so much kind of shovelware and mobile ports on the Nintendo Switch eShop, which is very surprising because Nintendo has always been the company of we're going to be gatekeepers and decide that this can be on our store and that can't be on our store. Well, Nintendo with the Nintendo Switch has since kind of taken the handcuffs off. They've not not only unlocked the door, but they've taken the doors off. They've taken the front of the house off and you can just walk in and pretty much what it seems like from somebody on the outside who is not a developer and who has not tried submitting anything to the Nintendo Switch eShop because I am not a developer. Uh, But from somebody who looks at this from the outside, it seems like they just let anything on there. And you can't go... uh, like I Now I have to give you the example and I'm showing this to to my Twitch chat again. Uh, Here's the footage... If if you're if you're listening to the show, check out the links in the show notes because it will expl- you, like you have you have got to see how blatant this is. But I'm showing footage of Hammer Two, which, by the way, uh, Hammer Two is one of those games that gets bought and then asset flipped on Steam all the time, and now it is uh, being asset flipped on the Nintendo Switch. This is on the eShop now. It's not called Hammer Two. Because, you know, 
they they got to change the name. That's but that's all they have to do in order to legally um, be able to sell this game on the Nintendo Switch eShop. They called it the Bullet Time of Revenge, and it is straight up Hammer Two. That's what it seems like to me. Uh, Jim Quisition, who is a YouTuber, uh, he he rants about the gaming industry a bunch. Uh, I saw his uh, his video about this, but. Uh, basically that's what the bullet time of revenge is. It is the hammer two or hammer two. I don't know what it's called. It is an asset swap on the Nintendo switch eShop. And if, if this one is on there, then you can guarantee that there will be more. And somebody might say, why would anybody do this? Why wouldn't they just make a game? Well, because you can buy hammer two, the, and all of the assets that come with it. For $50 and then you sell it on the eShop for a dollar sell it for a buck a piece if you sell 50 games you uh, well you, you you probably you know Nintendo probably takes a cut on the eShop so maybe you sell 75 games you've now made a profit I mean it's not hard to sell 75 games especially because Nintendo has that section of the eShop where it is best sellers, right? So if you put something on there, you say, um, this is a dollar, but I'm going to make market 90% off. I'm going to sell it for 10 cents. You'll get a huge boost in sales, right? As people go on there, they've got those, those um, gold coins that you get from spending money on the eShop. You get 10 gold coins and you're like, well, I mean, it's 10, it's 10 gold coins. It's not actually going to cost me anything. So a bunch of people buy it for 10 cents. It, it gets, it jumps up into the best sellers list. The developer sees that they say, ah, let's mark it as two bucks now. So now they've changed the price and it's more expensive. And now, now not only is it more expensive, but it's also on the best sellers list. And then you open up your switch and you go to the eShop. And you see this game and you see, oh man, the bullet time of revenge. It's $2. Why wouldn't I buy it? It's so cheap and it's on the bestseller list. It must be fantastic. So you buy it and you are essentially, um, you're getting ripped off. You're getting ripped off because it's not, it's not really a game. There's like an open world map where you can run around and do a couple of things because this is a game that is, this is a system that is designed to help people learn how to make a game, not to just buy it, turn around and sell it as an asset swap or asset flip, I think is what they, they're, they're supposed to be called. So, you know, if the bullet time of revenge is going to do this, then I fully expect that we will see exactly the same thing. Like other people are going to do this. Other people are going to buy hammer Two. They're going to then do an asset flip and they are going to make a profit because Nintendo is allowing this on there. And here's why it's even worse. Are you ready for why it's even worse than on Steam? Here's the reason. On Steam, players can rate the game. They can go in and say, this game's terrible, one star. This game's awesome, five stars. So, you know, people going in there, they can say, oh, look at this, this game is one star garbage. I'm not going to buy it, even if it is on the bestseller list. Wait a second. This game is five stars? All right, let me pick it up. Nintendo doesn't have that. Nintendo doesn't allow us to rate games. They did allow us to rate games for, I think it was like, I don't know, a month and a half or so. 
They said, go ahead and rate games. Um, they didn't surface that information on the eShop at all so for so that we could see it. But for a while, if you bought a game, they would say, uh, how many stars would you give this, basically? But we don't get to see any of that information. So the idea that asset flips are coming to the Nintendo Switch, right now there's only one as far as I know, but the idea that there's asset flips on the Nintendo Switch and there's no rating system on the Nintendo Switch eShop that makes for a very, very bad combination of a bunch of garbage coming to the Nintendo Switch, making the eShop even harder to navigate. Because right now, let's face it, the eShop is kind of messed up. Like, it's not really a joy to navigate. It's hard to find the things that you want to find uh, unless you know exactly the name you're looking for. If you just try and search by genre, like, you don't really know. I think I want to play an action game. You're not you're not going to find the best stuff because there's no way to to sort things by rating. Anyway, I wanted to let everybody know about this, and I'm curious what you think. Do you think it's a big deal that asset flips are coming to the Nintendo Switch? Let me know. Uh, I'm Run Jump Stomp on Twitter. I'm going to tweet this out right after I finish recording this segment. Uh, I'm going to tweet it out, and you guys can reply and and let me know if you think I'm you know. Uh, whining over nothing, or if you agree and you think that Nintendo should take games like this, these asset flips, out of the eShop and maybe get that Nintendo seal of quality back to the eShop to make sure that we're getting good stuff. Let me know what you guys think. Shopping Pink is new Miss Pac-Man Marshmallow. She's got a Shopping Pink. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. I didn't add this to my show notes, but it's definitely something that I wanted to cover very, very quickly before we get to the next uh, segment. And that is that we all know that E3 is canceled and uh, there's rumors that Nintendo doesn't have a Nintendo Direct planned for June because of COVID-19. So uh, what what is happening in June is the question that I think a lot of people are asking. We know that uh, we've got the Summer of Games uh, happening where, um, Greg, Greg, Mark, um, Jeff, <laughs> I couldn't remember his name. Jeff Keeley is, uh, is, is doing that in, 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 uh, making announcements and partnering with a bunch of people. Well, one of those things is Ubisoft is, is doing, or is it Ubisoft or Ubisoft? I'm curious how you guys say it. I, I don't know how the right way is to say it, and I don't know that I care. I'm just going to keep saying it the way I say it. So Ubisoft, or Ubisoft, um, is doing their E3-style showcase, and that is happening on June 12th. This comes to us from Engadget, and it says here, on July 12th, 
Assassin's Creed Valhalla publisher Ubisoft will host its first ever digital conference to give fans a look at the latest games. Dubbed Ubisoft Forward, the company says the E3-style showcase will feature exclusive games, news, exciting reveals, and much more. The Sunday stream will start at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Pacific Time. Uh, all right, so if that's when it's happening, I may I may do a co-stream with this. I'm not sure if I'll do it here on my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp, or if I will do that over on the StadiaCast channel because there's a lot of Ubisoft games on Google Stadia, so I may do it over there. Make sure that you... Uh, check out both places so that you can find out more. Uh, anyway, um, uh, right now, Assassin's Creed Valhalla has been in the in the in the gaming news a bunch recently, and one of those reasons is because there was recently the Xbox uh, Insider whatever thing where they tried to show off a bunch of third party games. And they even bragged about how much gameplay they were going to show, and then they showed like no gameplay. Um, I expect that Ubisoft has learned from Microsoft's mistake and Ubisoft's mistake because, uh, Ubisoft showed Valhalla as part of that presentation. And there was, I don't, I don't want to say zero gameplay, but it looked so much like a bunch of cutscenes that it was too hard to tell if it was gameplay or cutscene anyway. Uh, so we don't really know how much gameplay we saw. My guess is extremely little. But hey, guess what? Uh, they even have addressed this as well. Uh, they said, uh, you rightfully expected to see more today. We have a long marketing campaign ahead of us. So you will see in-depth gameplay and get a lot more info about the game. I'm assuming that that's going to happen on June 12th, July 12th, which is it's a long way off. Uh, July 12th. It doesn't seem like it's a long way off, but it, it is. I mean, that's that's two months away. Uh, so in two months, we're going to get to see some more stuff. So clear your calendars and uh, get ready to see some Ubisoft stuff. I'm curious, of all of the Ubisoft games that are on the Nintendo Switch, which Ubisoft game, and yes, I said it both ways in that sentence just to bother you, which of the Ubisoft games are you a biggest fan of. I would have to say for me, the one that I enjoyed playing the most, probably the only one that I, I don't know which other ones I've played, but the one that I think most people enjoyed the most on the Nintendo Switch is gotta be Mario Plus Rabbids. And, and that's because it felt so much like a, a game from Nintendo than anything else. Anyway, uh, Ubisoft is, you know, I'm, I'm interested in seeing what they have to offer, uh, in a couple months. Predictions? Nintendo has the most video game hits. Hogan's Alley, The Legend of Zelda, and more like Metroid, Brad Racer, and you can play them only on the Nintendo Entertainment System. Now you're playing with power. All right, very, very quickly, I want to mention Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing has had a, a, a huge surge in sales recently. UK Charts is saying that Animal Crossing New Horizons sales are up 135% this week. So that that means they sold the same number that they sold last week, plus 35% on top of that. That is crazy. 
Uh, Animal Crossing New Horizons is the number one selling game in the UK. This is according to Game Industry. I'm sorry, I always say it wrong. Gamesindustry.biz. Uh, the game is already surpassing Nintendo's lifetime expected expectations in just six weeks. So Nintendo expected X as what level they would sell at, and they did that for for their entire lifetime of anim, the of the game for Animal Crossing: New Horizons, and not and they hit that in six weeks. That is crazy to me. If you look at the UK's top selling games right now. Uh, Animal Crossing is number one. That is up from num- from second place. Uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is in fifth place. Luigi's Mansion 3 is in seventh place. Minecraft for Switch is in ninth place. And New Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe is in tenth place. So of the top ten games selling in the UK, uh, that is one, two, three, four, five, half, 50%. 50% of the games are Switch games. And I'm betting, I'm betting that people are buying the Nintendo Switch so that they can play Animal Crossing New Horizons and then they're going around and buying these other games afterwards. Because I don't I don't see New Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe as the game that is a system seller. I can see Luigi's Mansion 3 maybe and Mario Kart 8 Deluxe possibly, but you know, Animal Crossing it's funny, I was listening to an episode of uh, some friends of mine have a podcast called Nook's Tavern, and I was listening to it last last night or maybe the day before. I can't remember when. I was listening to it, and they were talking about what, what tier Animal Crossing is in. So, like, you got Mario and Zelda. That's the A tier. And then you've got, like, Metroid and Yoshi. That's, like, the B tier. And then where does Animal Crossing... Is that C tier? Is that B tier? Well... Whatever it was before, it is very much A tier now. Like this is one of their best selling games of all time. It is incredibly impressive. Um, speaking of Animal Crossing, there is something that I wanted to show uh, people, uh, which is is very cr- oh, okay. Shadow Wolf, real quick before he, you know, this is why I do the show live because they give me extra information that I forgot about. Um, One million copies per day for eleven days. <laughs> that's crazy at this point is is 13.41 million copies of animal crossing new horizons has been sold um that's just crazy anyway animal crossing new horizons i want to show you guys something that is fantastic it is this app and there's a there's a link in the show notes to this app so uh, i don't know if there's an android version i know that there's an ios version because i've been using it it's called acnh guide and its icon looks like a little book with a leaf on it and a bunch of little tabs, you know, like the kind of plastic tabs that you can tape to a, a page in a book and then you can see the tabs on the on the side. That's what the icon looks like. And it is it is essentially an Animal Crossing app and it's fantastic. So it has all of the residents in the app and you can add the residents that you have on your island And then as you talk to them, you can check them off. So you can be like, oh, gosh, I forgot to talk to Kat today. I'm going to go talk to him. Oh, okay. there's Leopold. Have I talked to him yet? You pull out your app. You look. Yes, I talked to him. It has a spot for you to put in your turnip prices. It has uh, little check boxes for, yes, I picked up the four fossils that I was supposed to pick up today. Uh, I've picked up my, my gold 
uh, not gold tree, my money tree. And I picked up the wa- the bottle that washes up on the so- shore for the day. It's just like a daily checklist. You can also um, go into like the items and you can look at all of the items in the game and see which ones you have and don't have. This app is very, very cool, and it is also free. Now, it has ads in it, but you can pay $2 to get rid of the ads if you want. And I have to say, it is like nobody's paying me to say this. It's just I found I actually found this app like, I don't know, a month ago or something. Like whenever the game first came out, I downloaded it, never used it. And then I was waiting for my wife to do something, and I just pulled out my phone, and I was flipping through my phone, and I was like, oh, yeah, let me see what this app does. And then, like, when she came into the room, I was like, honey, you got to check this out. And we were looking at it, and we are like, okay, what kind of villagers are there? Because, you know, I've got the Nerd Nest is the name of my island, and I've been wanting to get just a bunch of birds on my island. So, you know, you can look through the villagers. They're sorted by what category they're in. And I was like, all right, so I'm going to take birds, eagles, ducks, and chickens. Those are the ones that I'm going to have on my island because those are birds. And uh, so then I started looking through and seeing which ones that I wanted to go find based on their personality. And there is a a brown duck named Bill that I want to go find because, hey, he's a bird. B, his name is Bill. And he looks really cool. And he says, quacko. And I didn't know that, but the app knew that. It's very, very cool. Uh, so if you uh, want to check out that app again, check out the show notes so that you can find out more about it. All right, one last story before we get out of here, and that is some bad news for everybody. Star Wars Episode One Pod Racing, or just I guess they just call it Episode One Racer, uh, has been delayed. This comes to us from NintendoEverything.com. There's the official statement from the company uh, says that we are so excited to share Star Wars Episode One Racer with you soon. Unfortunately, due to the ongoing work-from-home requirements across the industry, the game will be further delayed on Nintendo Switch and PlayStation 4. We'll be back with an update as soon as possible. Uh, And that is from uh, Aspir uh, Public Relations. So, I don't know. I think that there's a lot of people who are very much looking forward to that game, and unfortunately, it is now delayed on both PS4 and uh, Nintendo Switch. I'm curious how many people are getting that game day one. I know that there's a lot of nostalgia around it. I have zero nostalgia for it, even though I love Star Wars. I never played that game on the N64, so I'm not excited for it, but I'm curious what everybody else thinks. Are you planning on picking up Star Wars Episode One Racer the day that it comes out, or are you going to wait? And now that it's delayed, does that impact your decision? Let me know what you guys think. Again, on Twitter, I'm at RunJumpStomp. All right, become a part of the community over at our Discord, runjumpstomp.com slash Discord. There is an Animal Crossing channel in there where people are trading turnip prices, uh, you know, organizing uh, watering parties. Like yesterday, there was like four of us going around to each other's islands and watering all of the plants. Uh, if if you have your um, flowers watered by other people, then it very much increases the amount of breeding that happens between the flowers. So you can you can get more flowers, more hybrids faster. Uh, it, people are trading items all the time. Or hey, my villager is building this thing. Come check it out. Just I know everybody's right now is planning a whole bunch of Animal Crossing. So make sure that you check that out. 
Uh, you can also watch the show live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. You can get a hold of me on uh, Twitter at runjumpstomp. This show, part of the Giant Size Team Up Network. If you want more information about the, the other shows on the network, make sure you head on over to gstu.net. And of course, if you are looking for ways to support the show, head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. Tomorrow, tomorrow, this is big news. Tomorrow, uh, episode, or not episode, season three of 143 Pixels begins. So uh, make sure that you haven't subscribed to that show yet. Uh, head on over to anchor.fm slash 143 and subscribe today. The music you are hearing right now is Corneria Star Fox. Uh, remix by Noteblock. Big thanks to them for letting me use their music on the show. And thank you to you for listening. I'll see you next time. Bye.